Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome to Mikey and Rin stay in. I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. And we are here on a beautiful Portland summer day. Um, we just had a maple syrup valanche in the fridge, <laughs> as everybody on the uh, on the YouTubes can see. I uh, yeah, I, I went and put a glass bottle of uh, maple syrup into the fridge, and I touched it against nothing, and it fucking the whole bottom <laughs> fell off. And this was like maple syrup is expensive as shit. It's gold. Yes, no kidding. And so it was like yeah, and so I literally like with a rubber spatula like <laughs> just got all of it into uh a, like a tupperware container bindle of the week don't break your glass maple syrup bottles <laughs> yeah, or bindle of the week like use a sponge to clean up the mayonnaise that you just spilled and then strain it into <laughs> into a reusable container Ooh. gross <laughs> how um, are you i'm okay i am um yeah i don't know it's like uh I think this episode's going to be like maybe another, like a heavy episode. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Just, I, I don't know. And I, I think that you, I know you want to talk a bit about this, but I'm just, you know, we're kind of, we're back in um, baby trying mode. And, you know, the whole, if you jumped into the show this episode, um, this is how the show has gone thus far. First two episodes, pregnant and pumped. Both of us talking about, hey, we're having a baby and all the things that we're going to do. Um, third episode, in between second and third episode, Rennie had a miscarriage. And third episode, super sad episode. Uh, I don't know about super sad, but super real. Mm-hmm. Talking about what happened with the miscarriage and how it was affecting our lives. And then we got a lot of feedback from that show just with people talking about how they loved hearing about it. And people weren't really talking about this stuff. And so the last episodes have been about... Um, the untold stories of women's health, mm. right? Yeah. And, and yeah, I don't and know how much we've talked about our story. Right. I, it's interesting because I, I sort of feel like, um, you know, we had the third episode and that was kind of like this, um, uh, the, the like pinnacle of our grief and when we really started processing and then since then the episodes have had sort of this like crescendo right and yeah um and I think I've almost felt like there's a little bit of an oh I don't know an expiration date or something on Hmm. the amount on the the sort of your grief period and um I don't know if it was my birthday, if it was turning 39, if it was we had some really close friends in town um, that used to live in Portland and have since moved back to California. So they were around and their kiddos were around and it was just like such a yummy time to have them here. Um, But I felt like I was right back in episode three. Yeah, it Um, caught me too. Yeah. I they have these two little kids, one who's like three and a half a boy who's just the perfect three and a half year old boy who's just like <laughs> tearing everything apart and you know, pushing all the buttons and he's so fun and but he's just, just such a loving kid and mm-hmm. I um held him a lot. And then the little girl excuse me, the little girl um who's like eighteen months just is this tiny little wisp of a thing and just wanted me to like hold her and was so sweet and loving. She's the most connected 18 month old you've ever seen. Like she has lived a thousand lifetimes, this little being. She stares at you and she like sees your soul. Yeah. And, um, 
yeah, I think it was the combination of kind of all of those things. Um, yeah. But I just, yeah, I, I, no. I felt that, that sort of pang of like, oh, on this birthday, um, I, I, I should be pregnant or I would have been pregnant. Yeah. And no, that's um, a really, we also have some friends who, a bunch of friends who got pregnant right at the yeah, same time as yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they're like, you know, how six months along now or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, they have the, some of them have the same due date, which is like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it, yeah, it stings, dude. I mean, it's, it's definitely, I don't know. I've been thinking about you a lot in it and we've been talking a fair amount about it, but we've also been kind of like not really talking about it. And I don't know. I'm, I, I'm super optimistic. Like, uh, I don't know. I know that we're going to have a kiddo. Yeah. You know, and I also know, I don't know if we've talked about this on the show, but before Corinne and I really started to try to um, have a baby, we made this kind of like agreement where as far as long as we could kind of try to do this, um, if we didn't have a kid, that's fine. And if we do have a kid, that's fine. Mm -hmm. So kind of just like even playing field about whether or not it happened, we're, we're going to be good. And so... Um, I don't know. And that, that's been something that's been, you know, kind of coming up lately. And it's it's a hard one because it's like, I do want a kid. Yeah. And I want it to happen. And so like, and, and we're doing all the things, right? Like we're, you know, we're eating correctly and we're having sex when we're supposed to have sex. And yeah. we're like, you know, watching the ovulation meter and all those things. And it's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm finding myself more and more bitter at like the people <laughs> who just like trip and fall into three kids or whatever. No, I don't want three kids. Right. But <laughs> right. the people that are just like, fuck, I don't know what happened. We just had to have these kids. We didn't even try. Or like, you know, my wife had a miscarriage and then two days later she was pregnant. You know, right. Like, like, right. Are these, are those stories helpful? I don't know. It's, right. it's, it's, it's starting to piss me off a little bit. Well, and you, oh, there's, Abby's got something to say about that too. This is why we normally have Abby in the, uh, in her bed. So Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I think we did go into things sort of naively, um, you know, really thinking that like we're two healthy individuals. Yes. We're starting this process later yeah. perhaps than a lot of people. Um, but you know, I really did. I, I, I just didn't think that it would be at all difficult to get pregnant. Right. Um, and I certainly didn't foresee a miscarriage. Um, and then, you know, now that the miscarriage has happened, I've had so many people in our lives say you're, you're most fertile right after you miscarry and da da da. And I'm, you know, now I'm having this really challenging time of, um, you know, I, I've started to have periods again. So my cycle sort of regulating, um, but my, they're totally different. Yeah, and yeah. um, and I'm having this this sort of weird spotting stuff happen that's never happened before, and I kind of don't know when my period starts, and um, you know, and then I'm I'm doing all the things, testing the cervical mucus. I'm not doing basal body temperature, which for those of you that don't know is, um, you know, to track fertility when you first wake up in the morning, um, you take your temperature, and when you see, uh, I think it's like a I don't, I don't know, a 0.5 degree raise or something right. in the temperature, um, then that's a, that's a pretty good indication that you're, um, close to ovulation or ovulating. And, um, I can never seem to remember to do that. I'm so <laughs> groggy in the I morning remember, that I'm like, I also remember this, like when we first were starting, 
And we got you like the nice thermometer and all that <laughs> stuff. And it would like, you'd leave it next to the bed with like a note that said, yes. fucking use me. Yeah. <laughs> we still. Well, and then, then, we, had one, then we had one that didn't work and it was like reading oh, yeah. our body temperature is like 93.5 or something. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. Oh, great. I'm dead. That's why I yeah. can't get pregnant. <laughs> um, Corpse pregnancies are pretty awesome. Mm, yeah. I bet that would be. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I know, babe. It's. Yeah. So I, I you <sighs> know, I just think that I'm, I'm like, well, what the fuck? is wrong with me, you know? Right. It's really, um, it's been hard to not come to that conclusion, you yeah. know? Or, yeah. or at least sort of question that. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so I think we've, we've really tried to keep these episodes, as is most of our life, because we have a really incredible life together. Yeah. Um, and really just amazing people in our lives, and we are so... Um, we're really lucky to have yeah. the life that we have. I know. Um, so, you know, I think that we've really made it a, a point to keep these episodes as our life is, which is in general really incredible and happy and light. Yeah, light and um, bright. Yeah, but there is, there but is a little part of me that's yeah. felt like, well, if this is about what we say it's about, I haven't been entirely truthful, you know? Um, and yeah. so yeah. I... You know, I think that we're inviting people on this show to really be truthful. And Elizabeth and Janet have both told some mm. really um, amazing stories, but also some painful stories yeah. and have been so raw and so real. And um, so, yeah, I'm I'm returning that too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. It's, it's hard because it's, I've, I think we're both at the same time kind of having these, I think I'm going through my age stuff and kind of midlife midlife passage is what I'm calling it. Yeah, I like that. Not a crisis. Mm -hmm. Um, My midlife moment. But, and it's in a different sphere because I'm kind of like doing it from this like, have I done enough career-wise? Have I like, you know, uh, am I enough? Have I done enough? Am Mm -hmm. I enough? All You know, all those things. And um, it's, that's a really stupid place to come from because it's just, you are what you are, right? Right. And, But we're both kind of reaching it at the same point. And then on top of that, we're trying to have a baby. Right. And yes, it's later in life. It's later than a lot of people do it. But it's also not, I don't know. We're, we're you know, <laughs> we're not 90 and trying to have a baby. Right. No, I'm we're not. We're in our 30s, our late 30s. It's totally fine. Yeah. But I think it's a story that like, it's a privileged story on some level to yeah. tell. But it's also, it's just a human story. And I've, oh, what I was going to say earlier is that, my life has been really light and bright. My life has been very happy. Yeah. And um, I don't know, life is not that for a lot of people. And yes, I think just in the sure. last year or so, I've had this kind of confluence of a bunch of different things kind of come together that have hit me. Yeah. And they're maybe not the most difficult things you could go through, but they're, they've hit me extra hard, I think, because my life has been generally pretty easy and generally pretty happy. And I don't know, cry me a river, you know, fucking smallest <laughs> violin playing ever. But I don't know if we're being real, I'm being real. Yeah. And it's been a hard year, yeah. you know? And then yeah. the, the, the miscarriage was kind of like a turd fudge Sunday oh, God. <laughs> on top yeah. of it all. Just like, wow, I'm already feeling kind of like knocked down. And then that just like, that was like putting a cigarette butt out in my eye. Yeah. Yeah. It fucking sucked. Yeah. And I think that there's, you know, we can, we can't really quantify pain right because everybody experiences their life very differently yeah. right um and so 
I think also in keeping with this show, um, you know, we don't want to sort of have this gauge for, oh, your thing was way more difficult or way more trying or way more taxing than this thing. And to just say, um, you know, life throws a lot of people, a lot of shit. And we, 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 you know, invite you to, um, to open up and to, you know, hopefully this can be a safe space where, where people can do that. And I think that that's, you know, that's what I resonate with when I'm listening to a a podcast or just listening to someone's story. It doesn't matter what it is. It's, you know, it's, it's people sort of letting you in, in an authentic way, um, no matter what the story is. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's, I, that's why I love podcasts and, and stories too, because like I, and sometimes we like the same sort of movies. Like we either kind of like the like blockbuster sort of action movie (laughs) sort of thing, or we like a really slow, quiet yeah story about nothing really yeah pendleton was that the name of that anyways the name of that patterson oh yeah loved that yeah, movie yeah, that was yeah. one of my favorite movies of last yeah. year adam driver and he's yeah. like a poet but it's you know you can't judge someone else's reality that's always been kind of one of my mottos and that like there is no harder there's just hard right and so someone can be going through the craziest you know like my parents were killed in front of me and you right, know, I'm a drug dealer right. and I live on the streets or whatever, you know, and like that's a really hard reality. And then someone can also like have, you know, lost their six figure job right. and you know, they're unable to make their house payments or whatever, but they still like are living a relatively nice life. Right. Um, and that's their hard. And then right. someone else, you know, I don't know. There's, yeah. I just think everybody's going through what they're going through and, and you, you can't judge it because it's just, it's what they're in and right. they're having a hard time with it. Or whatever. Well, and I also believe so, that there's... That's not very profound what I just said. <laughs> just formulating no, it, it as I was going. But I, I think that there's also a sort of, um, you know, we're all sort of cosmically connected. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, I think that there is this this sort of collective consciousness where when our world is in a precarious place, I think that we all, on some level, we all feel that. Yeah. Um, and... So, you know, I just always wonder about that too. There's people that know much more about astrology and things like that than I do. But, um, you know, I just think that we're, we're at a, at a crossroads and I think Mm. that, that people feel that. Um, I know. And it's, uh, one of our good friends, Nikki was talking about Mercury, mm. Mercury being in retrograde yesterday. And, um, I don't know anything about that right. shit, but I will say that there is like when Mer- Mercury is, I don't know why I have such a hard time saying that. Mercury? When Mercury, when Mercury is in Gretchen made, um, <laughs> but when Mercury is in retrograde, there's a lot of shit happening. Yeah. It's, it's so just true. And I don't think it's like the, I'm looking for a couch. So I see a couch everywhere sort of thing. Or, right. Right. Um, but it's, it's real. I don't know. And I just feel like there's a lot of, you know, I'm also, I'm 38. I have a lot of friends, male friends who are around the same age. I have a lot of friends going through kind of a similar thing. Like, mm. uh, I don't know if I'm what I am. I don't know who I'm supposed to be. And I, I should have been doing a different career or mm. something or whatever. I mean, I don't know. It's I, <laughs> The one thing I will say about trying to have a baby earlier is that like, maybe it's just then you're not doing it during your midlife crisis. <laughs> That's a benefit. Like maybe you're not as financially stable or maybe you're like, you know, a little immature or whatever. But it's it's helpful just because then you're not like going through it all at the same time. Right. It's like, oh, 
So, yeah. anyways. Yeah. Well, after speaking, some emotion, let's let's eat our fucking yes, feelings. Yes, I was going to say, we're talking a lot about feelings. Um, let's Ugh. eat some feelings, shall we? Oh, they're extra so, salty now from our tears. <laughs> so today, um, I, I don't know about you, but one of my particular comforts when mm-hmm. I'm in a funk is chocolate chip cookie dough. I mean, I can't, yeah, I sure. literally can't think of a better comfort food um, yeah, our than friend, chocolate chip cookie dough. Our friend Aaron, who was just here with his kids, we went out to do some of the shopping. I'm like, don't send like the like the, the fat, maybe stoned dads out to, <laughs> to buy the uh, the snack food because we got like all this different stuff, but we also got like cookie, like the raw cookie dough, but that doesn't have eggs in it, so you yeah. can just eat it out of the tub. Yeah. And I was sneaking inside every time we were doing anything like having a party <laughs> sneak inside and I would have like two tablespoons of cookie dough I love that Mikey he told me this like a couple days later yeah. um you know as if he had been like sneaking nips of whiskey or something yeah or heroin or something <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so okay so health let's healthify it just a little bit because for me it's more about like the texture and the sweetness and can we actually have some nutritional value in it it turns out, yes, we can. Ooh, la la. <laughs> so these are little, they, they're just in balls. They don't have to be in balls, um, but it's just sort of for ease ease of eating. <laughs> <laughs> I said balls. And eating balls. <laughs> yeah, eating balls is pretty easy, if you know what I'm saying. I'm happy. Um, <laughs> On Thursday night, the mood is right. <laughs> mm. Oh, these are great. So, yeah, so super simple recipe. It's pretty much coconut oil, shredded coconut, um, a, kind of your flour of choice. Like this recipe called for tiger nut flour. Oh boy, I, I don't... Calm down with your tiger nut. Yeah, I don't even know where to get that. We used almond flour. Um, I'm really sorry, California. I know that almond farming is probably going to cause huge droughts again, but we just happened to have it in our pantry so almond flour yeah, between almonds was, and avocados yeah i know california no we're gonna ruin you hipsters are gonna ruin you seriously um but we had we happened to have it so it it actually worked really well and then um you know vanilla maple syrup chocolate chips and it's, collagen oh yeah and then that's the key is i ended up putting i think like a half a cup whoa yeah half a cup of collagen yeah, i can't taste that i mean just Really wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So you're getting, if you guys have listened to the show, you know that I am like a fan girl yeah. <laughs> of collagen and gelatin and all of the beautiful amino acids and yumminess that it brings to me. Mm-hmm. So um, anywhere that I can sprinkle it, I try to, and it just happens to be in these balls. Yeah. I love that. Nice the, work. They are so good. Yeah. We'll put, obviously we'll put the recipe up on the, um, on YouTube and um, yeah. And you know, so we're going to be. Mm. kind of uh doing a lot of stuff with the show um i don't know we're trying to make something out of it we think that it's, so i wrote a kid's book mm. which i'm revealing that on the show right now but i wrote a kid's book about miscarriage and i'm illustrating it right now should read it on the show i know i should read maybe i will yeah okay um and it's called i thought there was a kid i thought the, no, thought no it's called i thought there was a baby um, and it's, I don't know, it's, I wrote it right after the miscarriage and yeah. And so it's, I'm just teasing it cause I'm not even quarter of the way done illustrating it, but I think it's going to be really awesome. And it was really helpful for me to write it at the time. Mm. So that's cool. We're also, um, I've, I've been reaching out to some people. We're going to try to get on some other podcasts. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good way of like, 
you know, showing how awesome and funny we are and also informative. And then also like just spreading the message of the show. So again, as always, it'd be awesome if you guys are listeners to the show. If you like the show, please review it on iTunes. That really helps. Please leave comments, um, subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, and tell friends about it. That'd be awesome. Um, we're always just trying to build the numbers and this is really something that we'd like to be able to focus some time on. So if we could ever get to a place where we were like, I don't know, taking sponsorship or something. Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, but, um, those are kind of the two just like, you know, housekeeping things I wanted to say, Great. but I'm going to, um, I don't know if I had, do you have a pro tip this week? Yeah, it's sort of, um, a pretty obvious pro tip, but I thought that I would kind of link it back to the medicine that I practice. Yeah. Um, and sort of in keeping with the theme of our show, which I think is just like what comes out should, what comes up should come out. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's a, there's a sort of theory in Chinese medicine, (coughs) which now Western medicine has, I think really started to adopt in that, um, emotions can affect our physical health. Sure. Yeah. Right. So it's psychosomatic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that hasn't always been something in, in Western medicine. Um, but really the um, sort of East Asian medicine has known this for thousands of years. Mm. And um, we have these sort of concepts of um, emotions kind of making things really stagnant mm. and then causing all sorts of, of health effects from that. And for the past... Oh, I don't know, month maybe. I've been having some very interesting upper GI stuff going on, which is kind of like moved up into my chest. I'm oftentimes pressing right. on the center of my chest. Yeah, There's a been... really uh, amazing acupuncture point here, right? Like at the nipple line. Yeah, we've been driving. We'll be driving around town, and I just look over, and Corinne is like <laughs> smashing in between her <laughs> boobs, and I'm just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And it's like, yeah, she's like, "Uh." Uncle Jerry, who's always got like acid reflux. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, stop eating all those fucking hot Chicago Franks or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> well, so interestingly, had a good cry on my 39th birthday. Yeah. Um, Dog doesn't cry. Nope. So. Well, you guys would not know that. You've seen me. Oh, I know that's true. <laughs> 10 well, that's times true. and I've cried three times on the show. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, but yeah, that's not my typical, that's not my MO. And so, um, but I've noticed that since that cry, I had a little talk with you. I had a talk with mm. um, Aaron and kind of just, um, you know, just like giving voice to this stuff. I tend to just say like, my life is good. I don't need to be bitching about stuff. Right. I'm fine. Yep. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and say, have you noticed me press on this point for, I don't know, the past three or four days? No, I haven't. So. Maybe this is both of our pro tips this week. Yeah. Therapy. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and so there's there's all different ways that you can be therapeutic about this, but f- I think for me it was literally that I was having this sort of emotional stuffing that was manifesting kind mm. of in my stomach, so I thought it was like a GI thing, but it was kind it was more like right. couldn't take a deep breath. Yeah. I literally felt a stuckness in this kind of center of my chest and um i don't know it's mm, that's really fascinating yeah, totally. but it really does feel like it's 
it's sort of dispersed. Well, I've had when, like over the winter when I was I was just going through like I don't know I think it was like a little bit of the seasonal affective stuff and it was just other things and then it was the baby and um, I was I was seeing it but I was feeling it in my throat and then my voice huh. like I was lose I was kind of I felt like I was kind of metaphorically losing my voice mm. like I was just like wasn't feeling heard or I wasn't feeling like I. I don't know, was expressing myself well enough or whatever. And I was, then I was like actually losing my voice. I felt like, and I started seeing this really awesome therapist for the first time in my life. I, uh, have a dad who's a clinical psychologist and and I was a psych major in school. So I was like, "Eh, I don't need this. I already know about all this (laughs) shit. And then, yeah, you just, everybody needs it. Like a neutral third party or just someone that you can talk to about things. And it really helped. I mean, it really brought back my, I felt like literally brought back my voice. Mm. And, um, I don't know. Yeah, I really dug it. You know, it's interesting in Chinese medicine, we also have this concept of the five elements. Sure, yeah. Which are um, fire, water, earth, metal. Um, And so, a wood. Yeah, Yeah, mist wood. And so... I like the way you did that around the... uh, She did a kind of like a pentagram in the sky with her hands. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I guess it would be fire, earth, metal, water, wood. (laughs) um but so each of these five elements um you know sort of represents a different um organ uh they represent different a whole bunch of different sort of characteristics and so the um five element uh metal Mm. is has uh, a resonance with the lungs or, or corresponds to the lungs. Oh yeah. And so a lot of times when people are feeling like grief or something like that, um, you can hear it in their voice. Yeah. And that like emotion that's associated with metal is grief. The, the that's organ so associated with it is lungs. Yeah. So it like all coalesces into this really interesting mm. theory, right? So, yeah. You have some grief. It affects your lungs. It then affects your voice. Yeah. It's like, how did they know this I know, stuff? Seriously. It's so what, crazy. And I remember just through our relationship, you've kind of like, we've been like listening to thing, podcasts or something, and there's been someone that's had this like really raspy or affected voice oh, or yeah. whatever, and you've been like, wow, I wonder if they went through like a trauma. Yeah. And then we'll end up finding out later in the show, like, oh my gosh, they had some horrifying yeah. traumatic thing yeah. happen to them. And yeah, it's yeah. Like, and it's maybe resonated in their voice, but probably. Right. It's amazing. I know. And I was thinking about for me that, um, you know, one of the elements is earth, which is sort of like the center of all of the other elements. It's almost like the, the, the like mother. Right. Mm. And so, um, how interesting that, you know, my sort of all of the feelings that I've been having have been manifesting like in my stomach have been expressed as sort of digestive stuff, discomfort and burping. And, you know, I sort of like lost my first opportunity to be a mother. Mm. And so I don't know. So it's just, sorry to get like crazy esoteric. And I'm sure that those of you (laughs) don't give a shit about traditional Chinese medicine are like, all right, sister. (laughs) I want to hear more dick and fart jokes, guys. Come on. That's what I tune in for. (laughs) Um, but I just find it, I don't know. I just find it endlessly interesting and it, it sort of gives me a a place to, to like put everything. Right. Um, Hmm. other than just like, oh, I'm spinning out in misery. I can sort of, um, really start to just make associations and that helps. Well, it's nice to categorize things too and kind of be able to like say like, this is why this and that's why that. And I don't know. It does 
give some order to the world. Yeah. Which the world can feel fucking crazy and out of order. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it's, well, anyway, so let's, uh, I mean, our fine, we haven't really been sticking to our normal things, but, um, uh, I have a bindle, a loose bindle of the week, I guess. All right. Yes. Give us, give us, give us a loose one. Give us a bindle. So yeah, the bindle is where we talk about like kind of how we're saving money. Saving money for the baby, saving money for other things. So this is uh, so a bunch of our friends have been giving us their old baby stuff. Yeah. So they've been giving us car seats and been yeah, giving us yeah, cribs yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and all these different things and clothes. And um, this is going to make my mom's head spin. Who has like the most Irish superstitions? She's like, you guys aren't <laughs> pregnant. And, like, can't be, shouldn't be taking baby stuff. But <laughs> yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. And just the idea that there's so many things that come from babies that like they barely ever use. And still in great condition. And um, this is a big duh one or whatever. But like, so we're just like, you know, trying to have a baby. But I'm starting, excuse me, I'm burping. Um, I'm just starting to accumulate all of the baby stuff in the basement. Great. And it's great. Great. And I just think it's really fun. And it's like, why not take some more time to kind of gather things? And I don't, you know, we're very gender neutral in the way that I think we're going to raise the kiddo. Sure. Until they, you know, decide to flex out and rock that awesome prom dress or something. Um <laughs> And so I don't know. It's it, I just think it's a cool way to like to save some money because everything is so crazy expensive. Cribs are crazy expensive. Well, think, and it's a one and done, especially right. with clothing. Oh, and yeah. you know, kids put on an outfit for five sure, minutes and then totally. they vomit in it and then they never wear yeah, it again. Yeah. So. But there's and there's some cool websites that I was looking at that are kind of like hand me down sort of websites that yeah. I think are really I don't know. I just think it's a really great idea. Well, we'll link to those stuff. Yeah, yeah, we'll link to those because it's I you know, I think that there's a, I, I know this with like planning a wedding. Yeah. There's this pressure to like you've got to get oh my gosh the best, and if you don't spend x amount of excuse me, I just <laughs> dropped my microphone. Got really excited. And if you don't spend x amount of money, you don't love your spouse, and you're right. going to have a terrible wedding. Oh, they're right? going to ruin the wedding. I mean, <laughs> I think that is true with things like photographer, caterer. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't blow spend that. Spend the don't, money there. Spend the money there. Yep. Yeah, because if you have shitty pictures of your wedding, oh boy. Yeah, that's no. forever. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but yeah, no, but it's true. It's yeah. it's really. I think that that's a. It's a really good point. I think that we forget. Um, yeah, it's like it's all good. I'll just go out and buy a new. Well, stuff. and I've also been. I'm getting like a new laptop, and um, I've always just gone to Apple, bought a laptop for you know too much money. And, um, and then someone recently was like, no, you got to get the refurbished. Like that's the way to go. And it is, it's like hundreds of dollars cheaper to get like one that's the same computer or it's maybe a year old, but in perfect working condition, you can get Apple care. I don't know. I just think it's awesome. Yeah, totally. Never looked into it before, but, um, well, I would like to finish on a celebration of a mm. state that's doing some Ooh, awesome stuff. Good. I didn't know you were going to do this. Yeah. I, I surprised to me. I first. hadn't really, but I was just on a, um, hold on. Let me get my phone. She's going to get her phone. What time is it? Oh, it's perfect time. It's three 33 PM right now. Mike Sheether was born Make at three 33 AM. Oh yeah. On September 20th, 1980. Oh, that's that's awesome. my baby story. <laughs> we're, um, next week we're going to have an interview. And um, that's going to be super, super fun. Totally. Yep. Yeah, Elizabeth, I just want to shout you out from yeah. last week. Uh, you're you're incredible. Totally. Just, she's so savvy and smart and funny. Yeah. If and you guys haven't listened to our past episodes, go back, listen to them all. We're amazing. Every episode has like a different energy because, hey, it's life. 
Sometimes humans have different energy. Um, and But we have two interview shows. Too. Yes. Yep. Two Janet, and Spark, Janet and Elizabeth. And both of them are so awesome and these really unique stories that I think uh, I haven't really heard before. And I just thought were, were wonderful. And we really got great feedback from people about them. So go back and listen. Yes. Subscribe on iTunes. Give us uh, some words on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and if you'd like to share oh, yes. your story... You can email us at let's eat at Mikey and Rin Stay In. We'd really love to hear Dot from com. you. Dot com. Dot edu. <laughs> no, it's let's eat at Mikey and Rin Stay In. Dot com. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, so just to finish up here, US News um, just released sort of, I think what they're calling it, yeah, they're just calling it a guide to abortion laws by state. And um, Susan Mulligan, who's a senior writer at uh, U.S. News, published this uh, late June. And so she sort of shouts out what's been going on in Mississippi and Kentucky and Missouri and such. Um, And then down at the bottom, she's got a section which says states protecting abortion access in state law. And so I'm just going to pick one. It's actually one of my favorite states. It's a really beautiful state. Shout out to you, Maine. Oh, Maine. I see you, Maine. I love Maine. Um, Yeah, so Maine has a Democratic governor. Her name's Janet Mills. And on June 13th, she signed a law that expands insurance coverage for abortion in Maine and lifts the ban on coverage of abortion under Maine Care, which is Maine's uh, sort of Medicare program. So holy shit that's yeah. really really that's big huge. that's huge especially for a state that can do some there's some conservative stuff that happens there oh yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah not like main definitely not yeah. so i think that's you know cool. um her really stepping up is it's a big deal yeah um that's great and then the other thing that she did on june 10th which i think is really cool it's this is a sort of separate law mm. um but this allows health professionals who are not physicians to perform abortions. Oh, wow. Okay. So like physician assistants. Custodians. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I brought my plunger. <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. Um, uh, nurses that have had, you know, sort of advanced training. And and really, this the law was meant to expand abortion access in... Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You get a guy. You and, get a guy. Uh, um but to expand abortion access in more rural areas, which mm. might not have um, MDs, they yeah. might have more PAs and things oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, that's totally true. So those two things, that's Medicare expansion and then um, and then who can actually perform abortions, that's fucking huge. That's huge. Good work, Maine. Maine. Yeah, we've got we a lot of... see you, Maine. We have yes. a lot of good friends out there, a lot of family in Maine. Yes. Yeah. Glad yeah. that's happening. Bravo. Awesome. Bravo to you. Yeah, those are happy things. And it's, you know, when we're we're in the middle of like, uh, I think there's, you know, 74,000 candidates for de- uh, the you know Democratic mm, about that, nomination. Yeah. And then there's two candidates on the Republican side, which is which is really great. Bill Weld running against Trump. Ba-boom. He's going to I know. Republican. One, One of you guys should Fuck step yeah. up. Step up. When I don't care if you aim to win, I just think just take some votes take away some from votes. Trump and just bruise him up a little bit so yeah. that we can get, get a Dem in there. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I've been kind of like, some people have been, some of the Democratic candidates have been, you know, impressing me. Some have really not. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I, I love to hear these kind of glimmer of hope 
in in the darkness, moment yeah. of darkness sort of stories. So yeah. that's that's really awesome. Yeah, and like you said, especially in a state which is sort of traditionally a very purple state. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, just to have a governor that's that's really stepping up to the plate yeah, for women's great. reproductive health. That's awesome. Protection, I think, yeah. is amazing. Gotta yeah. look out for our ladies. Yeah. Um, this was a fun show. It was. Do you feel like you covered everything in the world you wanted to? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, everybody, we love that you listen. We hope you, we hope you love that you listen too. We really love that you listen. We love doing this. It's like it's a time. It's you know it's an hour a week or a half hour a week that we just get to sit down and just talk to each other, which we do all the time, anyways. But and I don't know. I just I really love being able to do it with you. I love that that people are interested in it, um, even if it's just a, a sliver of the world. Yeah. I'm glad that we have some friends in our circumference. This is one thing about your birthday that I. Um, I might, I'm going to put up us singing happy birthday to Rin on Mike and Rin stand <laughs> because she cried. I cried. Everybody was kind of tearing up and it was like we didn't expect it. And it was this really, how often do you get sang, sung? How yeah. often do you get sung to oh, by I a know. group of 45 people or whatever yeah. it was here? It's just, that is emotional. I know. People I in it. our world are it. really, really special. Yeah. And we... um We've got a little microphone where we can say that we love you and we appreciate yeah. you. And yeah, uh, we love you guys. Yeah, that's really special. New friends, special. old friends, new family, old family. Love Make you all. Make new friends, but we'll keep, keep the old. One is silver and the other's gold. gold. And of course, you tune in for our song stylings of Mikey and Rin Stan's <laughs> Lounge Series. Because we're singing half the we're show. We're going to release an album. Yeah, what are we doing? We're singing, crying, <laughs> fart noising, and eating on the microphone. Jesus, how is anyone still listening? <laughs> I don't think they are. I think we're literally just, these microphones aren't even plugged in. Yeah. Um, listen, I love you. I love you. Yeah, and I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. And tonight, we're, we're going to yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Okay, bye. Love you.